Hello Watch Nerds and welcome back. This is your host Nico and today I'm joined by Jose Miranda from UK who is presenting Isotope Watches. Hello Jose. Hello. How, you How doing? are you? I'm okay. And you? I'm good. I'm good. It feels like, you know, we never met, but it feels like we're just catching up from the last time we never met. We have such a good talk before the, the podcast recording and uh, I'm looking forward to a, a more good chat with you. No, uh, yeah, so far, you know, it looks like we are brothers from a different mother, so it's looking very good. <laughs> Definitely, and of course, passion for watches, it will bring us together at first, but then there is so much in common you find with people, the more you know them. Yes, that's true, that's true. Um, let's begin with a wrist and drink check, followed by uh, you representing yourself, uh, telling us about yourself. Okay, so... Well, first of all, thank you very much for having me in your podcast, which is uh, really an honor. Thank you very much. Um, so I'm risk checking with two watches today. One is the Judge, uh, but uh, with a twist. Uh, I'm wearing the prototype for the new bracelet, and it looks uh, outstanding. Now, your you know, our listeners cannot see it yet, but in Two or three months, it will be ready. We are just perfecting the the clasp, and um, we will release it very, you know, in, in a couple of months. Um, this is designed specifically for the judge. The, the judge is the uh, it's the idrium with the black dial and um, red hands and the red bezel, uh, just to help identify and. Um, the bracelet takes it to another dimension, which is really, really cool. And on the other hand, on the other wrist, sorry, I have uh, the Hydrium NASA, which is a watch uh, approved by NASA. It's an Hydrium as well, uh, because, you know, the characteristics of a diver's watch, uh, it's perfect for um, the vacuum of space as yeah. well. Uh, but the difference here is that we are obviously using uh, red, black, and white because it matches the the uh, the colors from NASA, and uh, the case has a Cerakote coating uh, manually applied, and um, this will make every single watch be different from yes. the others. So it's they will all be unique, and it's going to it's it's in pre-orders now, but it will be released in July. It's um, yeah. It's almost ready. We'll come to the NASA watch because uh, I have a bunch of questions because that's the watch I'm the most interested after the watch I'm wearing. Okay. Uh, but what's in your cup? I'm drinking coffee. I love coffee. Uh, but I'm in the UK, so I am um, restricted to uh, um, Nespresso. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, you know, I, I am from from Portugal originally. So in Portugal, we have Arabic uh, and Brazilian coffee, among other, uh, uh, among other, uh, other, other coffees. Yeah. And uh, uh, we, we have a really um, excellent coffee and espresso, just like the Italians. Yeah. Uh, but in the UK, it's very, very difficult to find, very difficult. Yeah. <laughs> For the next episode, we have a mission to find a better coffee. Okay, okay. let's try. <laughs> <laughs> On my wrist is Isotop, and a very special one, and this is the one that we're going to talk about today. 
dedicated to a Finnish icon, I would say, or a lady that has achieved so much. And uh, in my cup is Finnish Paulig Presidenti, dark roasted coffee. I don't know where it comes from originally, but this has become now my kind of favorite off-the-shelf packaged coffee that doesn't cost arm and a leg. I do have my favorite Finnish coffees that are more premium brands, but this is the one that you just go to any shop and you can find this president coffee. Nice. Green gold label. Nice. I'm curious now. <laughs> <laughs> but now, tell me about yourself. So, uh, you know, I started collecting watches when I was 10. My first watch was a Timex. And... Um, you know, the years went by, and uh, when I um, started working in advertising, my first salary, I bought the Breitling, uh, Breitling Jupiter, which later I didn't understand nothing about watches, basically, but I love the design. I still the, love the quartz the one. Exactly. And it was flawless. You know, it was brilliant, just fantastic. And the years went by, and... Um, I started collecting a few more expensive watches, and I was, um, um, and I still am a big fan of your agenda. And um, I have a couple of uh, jumping hours, which is one of my favorite uh, complications. And um, I was going to buy another one, but some guy asked me seventeen thousand pounds for um, uh, a new Gerald Genta. Um, and um, I told him, no, no, I can't, I can't afford it anymore. It's, it's out of my league. So um, this was in 2014, 15, 14, I think. And uh, my wife told me, like jumping hours so much, why don't you make your own? So I did, you know, I started you know, understanding uh, what was uh, the the watch industry from you know, behind the cameras. It's it's a place that I've always felt more comfortable. I started um, studying about it and I uh, was very lucky uh, because back then I met online uh, Vikenti uh, Gryaznov, which is one of my favorite watch designers. And uh, with him, uh, uh, we created the rider, the jumping hour rider. And that was the beginning. It was supposed to be just a one-off. Um, just for the listeners, Vicente is a designer that have designed for very prominent brands out there. He has designed some very, very important watches in, in recent history. Uh, I think one of his most famous watches uh, was created for, uh, what's his name? The Russian uh, watchmaker. Chaikin? Exactly, Konstantin Chaikin. And uh, so that watch was supposed to be a one-off of 99 watches, uh, but it sold very, very fast. But interestingly, you, you started with a very difficult project as a first watch. It was very difficult, but, you know, I got excited with that. And from there, we started designing other, uh, other watches, uh, also with Vikenti. And... Um, um, we created another one called the Gutudo, which is a diver 
uh, that uh, became famous as well because I made a partnership with Johanna uh, Norblad back then, and I can we can go back to to Johanna in a, in a few minutes. You know, everyone online was very interested in what we were doing, and it was a big surprise for me. Uh, I started working on a, on a, on a, on a diver's watch that I wanted. Uh, inspired on the Turnek reveal and uh, on the Bulova prototype Nilspec, you know all those watches from 70 years ago, and uh, it's for me those classics are amazing, uh, just beautiful. I love the design. They are the inspiration, mainly the the US Nilspec uh, or military specifications. They gave origin to the Rolex of Marina, to the uh, Blampa Torneck reveal, and uh, you know I wanted to make an iconic diver as well, but it had to be different. We tried to find what has not been done before, and uh, this takes us uh, or takes me basically to a very strange past sometimes, and. Uh, I imagine incredible watches, and some of them will become a reality this year and next year. Uh, you know, then we made the GMT, and the GMT is almost sold out. You know, people when some people said, "Oh, it's a copy of Oxen Junior." Uh, no, you know, it's not a copy of anything. It's something quite original because it's the first watch ever that uses. Two discs, one for the date, one one for the the, the second time zone, and uh, my inspiration comes from the 19th, uh, from a watch from a German guy, which I forgot his name, and I hate when I, when this happened. He made a watch called Orbit, the Orbit, and the Orbit had uh, you know 31 holes um, around the dial, and the date would fill one of, with a different color, those one hole per day. You know, it's very Basic, simple, um, but it's it needs to be very well executed. Otherwise, it doesn't it doesn't work. So, and then Swatch also did it, and then another brand did it, and then Ox and Juno did it, and then we did it, and now everyone is doing it. So it's um, it's not a copy. It's something that um, we try to evolve, applying the second time zone, and uh, it works pretty cool. You know, it's 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 a bit mad, obviously, as all other designs, but and that case um, back, oh my! Yes, the case back. Uh, it's uh, so we wanted to insert the the, the lacrima. Uh, the lacrima is our um, DNA. Yeah. Uh, so um, it represents uh, fluidity. It's a um, uh, uh, an image that we try to extrapolate from nature to make it. Um, and integrate it in our watch. You know, the lacrima in Italian means, uh, or in Portuguese, Latin uh, languages mean uh, teardrop. And um, it has a very significant meaning for me because it represents not only uh, one of the most beautiful uh, shapes in nature, but it also represents, um, you know, everyone that is not among us uh, anymore. And this is one of your signature. It's also implemented in your in your bezel and in the in the shape of the lugs. What I really like about your all your watches is the commitment to the design language. It's it flows and at the same time every design cue complements each other. There is fluidity that just 
gives me pleasure to, to enjoy, not just on the wrist, but when I play with the watch in different light, in different light condition, in different uh, environments, I discover new, I will call it fluidity for lack of better word, but continuance of shapes and form. Yes. And that's, that's why uh, we are so into uh, the water and teardrops and lacrima, etc. Because it's, that, it's exactly that fluidity that we try to transmit to our designs. And the lugs, those lugs. Yes, so the lugs, it's, uh, they are also a, a continuation of um, industrial design. The, the buckle also has the same finishing and the same yes. shape. So it's, it's everything integrated. Um, and um, my uncle was uh, an industrial designer as well, among other things. And uh, the crown is um, it shows um, an eternal chain, and um, it's a, it's a shape that um, he used to design uh, to us when we were kids. And I opted to apply it to the crown because I think it's a cool design. It has to do with industrial design. This watch is. You know, an homage to industrial designers. Basically, it's it's a concentration of um, elements that only industrial designers will would would uh, you know be able to to create. Before we talk about Johanna's watch, I would like to talk about the NASA watch because you have quite okay. interesting product there. You have a manually applied Cerakote. Yes. Does that present uh, certain Hardness in terms of V-curves? Uh, no, uh, maybe yes, but or maybe not. What what it really matters here, uh, Cerakote always give it some you know sturdiness, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but the main um, objective here is to replicate the entry um, um, capsules when they are coming from space and before landing in the ocean, okay? So when they get burned, uh, this is the same effect that we try to replicate with Cerakote. So it has a, uh, a mix of white and gray, and uh, then it's manually sprayed, and then it's manually finished. Uh, some of them are manually uh, um, um, sanded, uh, to make their unique uh, look. And then wow. it has um, a coating, an extra coating on top of it to make it look, uh, that's part of the secret of how to to make it look strange and distressed. And um, it's very unique. And, you know, we could have done this with a different um, um, finishing, but I think that Cerakote, it's, it's, it looks amazing. But... It's very difficult to apply it because um, we need uh, to keep the distances to fit the crown, to fit the bezel, to fit uh, the case back, etc. So all elements, after they are sprayed, they need to be cleaned, they need to be uh, touch, uh, retouched and, um, and refinished, basically. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's a lot of work behind it, but uh, the amazing, it looks amazing, I think. And then you got some criticism about the NASA watch online regarding yeah. its NASA label. Can we talk about this? Yes, of course. You know, um, 
You know, the problems began because we have NASA on the dial without an R or a trademark uh, and some, you know, smart uh, people start saying, oh, it's not registered, it's not official, it's not, you know, just using the logo, etc. We have been seven years in the market. We are not playing around, you know. I wouldn't release uh, something that I couldn't release to begin a fight with NASA or with anyone else, you know, before releasing whatever we release, it's proof, it's registered, it's, um, uh, it goes, it takes two to three years to release a new model. And during that time, we make all the tests, all the, uh, the registries, all the, uh, the patents if necessary, uh, we do everything, you know, we, we, we wouldn't release a NASA watch without uh, being NASA approved. And uh, the difference between certified and NASA approved is that a certified watch, like uh, some uh, Omega and some um, G-Shock, is that they go through a process of um, uh, rust proof uh, during an amount of time, vacuum proof, uh, temperature proof, G-forces um, proof, etc. But in the end of the day, our watch, as a diver, it responds to basically all those uh, warranties or warranties that NASA would demand from a watch. Uh, so you know, most divers this day would comply to go to space, basically, because they have all these uh, characteristics that are necessary. So, but our watch is NASA approved because there was a panel or someone, I don't know, inside NASA, I don't have that information, that, you know, after six or eight months, we were talking to them and showing them what we were doing, etc. In the end, I received an email saying, the watch is approved. That's it. Now I'm excited to ask you about the Hydrom Pro Norblad Diver. I have talked to you, Han, and I've talked about about the watch with you, and I've experienced the watch. It makes sense to me, but how did it come about that you choose Johanna to be the person that you do the collaboration with uh, with the watch? Yeah, so this takes us to 2016, basically when I was starting the company. Um, a guy, a director, a British director, he released the video called um, Johanna and um, I watched the video and I was gobsmacked you know it was uh, the video it's um, uh, on YouTube and uh, if you search for Johanna Norblad uh, I think it's nowness uh, the production value is just incredible oh, it's it was unbelievable you no know, I got so you know goosebumps when I was watching it, and um, and I contact. I believe I, I reached uh, Ian and asked her, asked him, um, you know, where can I find Johanna? Then I start talking with Johanna and her sister, Elena, and um, I told them, listen, I have an idea for a watch. Um, it's a diving watch, the good to go, and I would love to make a version um, honoring your achievements. I also think that Nordblad, it's an amazing and strong name, 
and that will fit perfectly for a what um, version. And uh, so we start talking and we start discussing the colors. I wanted something classic. Um, she was, you know, in, in tune with our idea. Um, and then we defined the blue um, details on the hand and on the text, uh, which represents ice. Uh, and then for the for the good though, she designed uh, the case back, a closed case back uh, with um, a mermaid, which is her uh, under the ice. And um, it it was a huge success. So we made 100 watches of those, and so they sold out very, very fast. I I decided we need to make another Northwell because you know, the, the detail of um, our professional um, solution for diver's watch, it's so classic, it's so beautiful that I wanted to start the collection of the pro watches with um, a limited edition with, with Johanna. And I show her the watch and, um, you know, we discuss details again and we got to this agreement and um, uh, it was, it was, it's, it's almost sold out. So we only have a few, a few more, but it's, it's incredible. And, um, you know, Johanna and Elena, they also have an amazing characteristic because Elena is a, a professional photographer mm -hmm. in Finland. We took amazing pictures under the water and, you know, in terms of, uh, lifestyle in the cabin and uh, you know, very relaxed, very um, open-minded uh, in terms of how to wear a watch. And Joanna fit the bill, you know, uh, not only she is an amazing adventurer, she's also an amazing person. And um, and what a story. Oh, yes. it's um, She almost lost, lost her leg. And uh, yeah. to ease the pain, she discovered ice, ice bath. And yeah. um, and from ice bath, you know, came apnea, and from apnea came mm -hmm. uh, the records, and um, you know, it's a it's a a life dedicated to water at the moment. And what I love also in in this is that she's not our ambassador. Okay, she, we don't have a contract for her to show our watches. We don't have that. That doesn't exist. It's a uh, she has the watches because she loves. The watch, I hope, <laughs> and it, it also has a name, which is an honor for us. Uh, but you know, it's not a paid um, ambassadorship relation. It's it doesn't exist. It's um, it's it's just pure, you know, um, exchange of uh, of uh, interest for design and quality basically but can you walk me through through designing this particular model together did she have any specifications she wanted did she have any design clues that she want to implement or how did you work together on this design in particular i imagine the watches and then i work with three or four designers to get into the details i work with industrial designers and i work with uh, graphic designers for example, for the the the, the Norblad case, it took three years to get to where we are. For the bracelet, it's taking two years. For the dials, we started with the dial, a very simple one, um, and now we are making them a bit more complex because we need them to be more readable for diving. Um, yes. Um, exactly. 
And uh, when I showed the watch to Johanna, it was a 2D design. And as I told her, I told her, listen, I want to make this a classic design. I want to use this uh, font. I used to use these markers. I want to use this um, 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 Luminova. And I think this hand should be like that. And I sent her the design and uh, a few a few days later, she came back and said, listen, this blue would look amazing. I love uh, the design. I think that this time we should show the movement because the movement is so well finished, so beautifully um, finished that I don't want to cover it. So let's make it an open case back. Her inputs were giving by imagining that this could be a very cool watch in terms of design. Uh, it's not a fashion watch. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a tooled watch. And when I, we had the, the, the prototype edition made, she tested it underwater and, you know, the crystal is three millimeters uh, thick and the case has, uh, is enforced on the inside. Uh, to support uh, the temperature, but when you are in negative temperatures, it's it's uh, it's it's very difficult for any watch. After testing it, she said, oh, "No, it it works. It's perfect. It's beautiful. I love it. Let's go for it." And that's why you know we made the um, the version. So, but you know, Johanna is also a, a, a graphic designer, uh, so she knows when she it knows design. Yeah, she knows design as well. So it's. It's quite interesting, which I didn't know when I approached there uh, a few years ago, and um, you know, which is you know very helpful, very interesting as well. My experience is, uh, I don't want to beat it up. It's such a it's such a beauty. It's a beautiful <laughs> thing to behold. Uh, the tolerances. That's the first thing I noticed. The tolerances are just second to none. Beautifully finished movement. I love that. That's something that divers don't necessarily have to have but it's nice when it's there uh, the crystal something that i've not read anybody talking about it is that underwater that crystal comes to life the legibility the way this watch behaves underwater where it's supposed to be it's not the same what you get above water you get more legible even more useful the bezel works fantastic underwater it's not at all the same experience as above water. Yeah, with gloves, without gloves, that bezel is different game underwater. I love that. I love the crown, and that's my experience. I love those lugs. They provide fantastic reliability. They're short, so it doesn't matter how big your wrist is. This will be fine on your wrist. It's a strap monster. Absolute <laughs> strap monster. This thing just begs to change straps every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's if it's, anything uh, I would sorry. No, if I if I can interrupt you there because Yeah, go on. You know, the lugs um they have um on the side if you see it from the side, it's a continuation of the droplet. You know, this is the end is the droplet. And uh, the crown uh, is protected by two shoulders. Only the shoulders took us about three months to, to design. The bezel, if you see around it, it matches perfectly 
the 40 millimeters um, dimension. So that's it's a continuation of the same wall. There is no gaps here. No, and, um, close. Yeah, it's unidirectional. It's really cool. I like it. Uh, not only visually, but in terms of um, uh, how to operate it. It's very easy, very intuitive. Um, and, uh, you know, if, if you close the crown, it's uh, even yesterday, one of our uh, testers, um, and he's a friend now, uh, uh, Stefan Warin, he took his uh, own Johanna Norblad watch and uh, he took it to minus uh, 70 meters uh, in apnea. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, and um, it, um, it's crazy. Especially with that bracelet, that is my next question. That bracelet is yeah. <laughs> something else. This one, this bracelet, it's very similar to the the one we did for the uh, the Gutudo, uh, which was supposed to be an integrative bracelet, but then I opted to make all our watches, not only the Gutudo, but all our watches, you know, a third party. Um, bracelet friend so that's why translated strap monsters exactly <laughs> that's <laughs> why you know we don't make integrated um, uh, integrated uh, bracelets because then it's very difficult to customize the watch the way you want so it make it mm. more unique to make it more personal to make it more comfortable whatever the comments on our um, bracelet not only for the rider and for the and for the good to do was so positive so so good that we tried to replicate that and adapt the design to the new um uh, idrium case and i think it works pretty cool now what does the future hold what can you tell me about the future you know it's it's um i can tell you a few things so uh, so we, we are doing something in terms of movements and in terms of new designs. I will start with the movements. Uh, so we have bought a new, fresh um, uh, 7001, ETA Zoo 7001 uh, movements. And uh, we have been creating for the last one and a half year a new bridge um and make it a little bit more exclusive uh, a little bit different from the original one and um, from from the last one and a half years we have been working on it the watches or the prototypes will be assembled um, next week uh, so that is our first dress watch it's the first polished watch uh, we will have you know it's it's a very different approach from everything else um, it's a, a cushion um, case that it took us four years to create yeah maybe a little bit more because anything we will do it will look like a panerai and um, i love panerais i love the dirt you know the yeah. build up for of the of panerai but it couldn't look like a panerai uh, so it took us almost four years to find the correct shape, the correct lugs, the correct uh, thickness, because it's a dress watch, it needs to be thinner than 
anything else that we have at the moment. And um, yeah, and uh, and I showed it to a very um, important people, uh, to a very important guy in the industry. And uh, he is going to make an exclusive release in a few months. So yeah, and then... Anything about the layout of the dial? Are you willing uh, it's it's um it's a convex dial uh, and we made something that no one has ever achieved before so one of the the novelties it will be something that has never been done before it I, we we have these small details uh, this one i cannot reveal because it's part of the of the contract not to to keep my mouth <laughs> to keep my mouth shut but uh, wow, wow it's something that you know many many uh, companies have tried to do it before no one tried uh, no one achieved it and it took us six months to find a way of you know polishing and finishing a, a, a proper dial the way we want it and um, it's going to be very 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 different very exciting so that is when that is a model called the mercury because the inspiration came from liquid metal and the uh, liquid metal is polished by nature uh, so that's why it's called the mercury and then we also included a few details from um, the streamliner uh, a train from um, 1930s from new york it was the a train that was connecting new york to other cities and uh, the streamliner uh, was also called uh, mercury um, and um, we have some elements some graphic elements in some dials that captured the not only the outside of the of the train but also the uh, the restaurant uh, you know we were able to find um, designs and uh, even the 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 menu from the restaurant and the, uh, we went deep and I, I went i spent months looking for details and um and there is another one that is probably the the one that people will most talk about when it's released it's a feature that the hands um um will perform you know it's it's like a theater and um it's very interesting um you know it's very simple but it's it's very uncommon that's why it's different uh yeah but i cannot i cannot show or explain more at the moment i'm so sorry but you know in the next few months it will be it will be out i'm looking forward to this <laughs> this is exciting yeah so that is uh the first dress what you are making and um, then uh, the next release it will be chronograph uh, it's called the moonshot moonshot not because you know it's going to the moon uh, but it's because it's an achievement and uh, that's yeah. what moonshot means moonshot means that you know it, to do something that it's never Once achieved you know, before yeah, or, yeah. so going that's the collaboration uh, there will be collaborations uh, not necessarily i think the the achievement is the construction the design uh and the dial again we have elements on the dial that no one has ever done before and uh, what we are trying to do 
with a chronograph, it's not, you know, another 70s or 60s inspiration um, chronograph. It's a watch that will be, or it's a design that is focused on the future, focused on, um, uh, what, you know, it's, it's a very robust TI-5 uh, chronograph, you know, with a crystal that it's unique for us. It's uh, the dial. It's unique. The case, everything. It's CNC. There is no mold. Very, very expensive watch to make and very complicated. Uh, but I think we we were able to make something that you know everyone is absolutely excited. We will release uh, 3D renders very soon. Um, yeah, because uh, before releasing the watch, um, I want to have some uh, 3D renders out. Uh, it, they are almost 100% accurate. Let's say 95% accurate to what the watch will be. For your faithful fo followers that are used to, to the brave colors and, and uh, basically love the colors, uh, that will continue in future releases, correct? Uh, on the dress watch, yes. On the chronograph, I'm not sure yet. So the colors we have chosen to release are very grayish, very whitish, very... Um, uh, Function-oriented colors. Yes. Uh, those colors are... Um, you know, because the idea will be to have some limited editions, but also... I want it to be on our regular collection uh, because that's something that we are missing. We are only making limited editions and it's very, very, very demanding. The uh, reason I'm asking is because when I did research on your brand, uh, I realized that there is something different with your brand that uh, it's it's common with few brands, but not with many, is that you have people that collect a bunch of your watches. Oh, they collect almost yeah. every <laughs> model. And yes. there are few of those people that uh, they can't wait for the next uh, model and they're very attracted to the colors, they're very attracted to, to the design language. That's why I asked. No, yes, it's, uh, it's, you know, we have, we have a bunch of collectors that they are fantastic with us. You know, it's, um, and some of them, they even told me, listen, I don't care what they're releasing, just keep one for me. You know, don't let it's it's... mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and uh, I, I have lots of requests to place pre-orders on the on the on the chronograph, and no one has ever even seen the the dial. You know, it's just the elements that we have um, around uh, the, the case and around the, the 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 bracelet, and that's that's you know, it's it's fantastic. Oh. And we are also using an automatic movement from Lenderon. And it will be within, we'll have a, an open case back that will show uh, how beautiful the movement is as well. Um, yeah, so that's the chronograph, the moonshot, which I love the name. <laughs> uh, the other one. Uh, oh, there that, is more. Oh, yeah. So we have a. The flyway, it's um, the path that birds take when they are migrating from one location to the other. Uh, so we imagine a bird with open wings, open wings, and um, the case construction is based on 
that uh, concept and it also has some uh, design innovations um, and it's 36 millimeters so it's four um, slender wrists if um, it's it's there it's unisex it's not for men or for women it's for everyone and uh, but if you have a tender uh, a slender wrist it's for you and Is finally pilot's watch or it's a sport classic watch sport it's classic. Uh, yes it's um let's say it's the same category as an air king or something like that um very sporty uh, very clean but very different from everything else that we have seen so far and You're expanding uh, the portfolio of the brand exactly and um at the same time uh, we are also we have been working for the last year on a um, new jumping hour and um, this one is going to be a blast this one is going to be a jumping hour that um, you know it's it's never been done before as well um, it's a different approach to um, how the hour jumps or is it the hour jumping we don't know, uh, so let's see exactly what what comes there. But the inspiration fully mechanical or uh, yes, it's fully mechanical. Um, it's uh, uh, so we are creating the model. Uh, we have been creating the model for the last um, six months uh, because it doesn't exist. So we have to, it, it's, it's it's proprietary basically what we are doing, um, and it's going to be a model that will be connected to. Uh, again, uh, a land drone movement, but uh, the manufacturer, uh, which has different bridges, um, it's um, a more complicated, more expensive, more premium uh, movement. So we do a very special module on the top. Exactly. So it's 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 interesting. <laughs> I will show it very soon. You know, in in a couple of weeks, I will start showing the the the, the renders because. You know, I want people to understand that it's our idea, it's our concept, it's our. Even if someone, you know, comes up with the same idea after us, which can happen, obviously, um, I want to be the first one to put out there what we are making, even if the what is not made yet. It will be made in two months, but the prototype. But uh, but I think it's important to, you know, to say this is our idea you know yeah so uh, i'm soon going to the um, uh, ephg which is um, a swiss uh, fair at the palexpo where um, they show uh, movements and all the parts all, all, basically all the suppliers are there saying uh, you know they are the best and they can offer us uh, the world uh, if we work with them and um, I'm going to visit some of my suppliers and try to find some specific ones. Uh, and um, I have already two movements, mechanical movements to to see, to to, to you know to, to touch because they are being released at the at this um, at this fair. They are mechanical and manual. They are not automatic, and uh, they will be in our next releases um, yeah. and the yeah and there is another crazy one but that one is too crazy 
to talk about yet. <laughs> I'm excited then for the listeners. I'm not excited because this episode is sponsored or anything. It's not. I, I, I approached you and I asked you, let's do this episode because I, look, I like what you do. I like the story of the watch. I like the feedback from the watch community because th- that's something I actually usually start f- with. I go online, I check, I see what people say. I, I call a few people that I, I've worked with. I call Peter Kotza and some other YouTubers and I say, hey, have you seen this watch? What do you think about it? And that is the feedback I start with. If that's good, then I go deeper. I try to understand the brand. Then I ask for for a, a loan piece that I can check for a few weeks and then send back piece. I want to experience it. And I usually say, hey, I will abuse this watch. I will use it as any other watch, maybe even harder because this watch has certain water resistance, certain specifications that says this is built like a tank. So let's see if it is. So I did not baby this watch. And that's how, <laughs> I, how it starts. But thank again, you. Yeah, no, thank you very much. It's, it's yeah. fantastic. Thank you. And again, the only thing I have struggled with, with is changing strap with normal spring bars. Uh, yeah. Because when you do that, you have to take a look at the back. It's as a particular structure, those lugs, you have to pay attention where do you use your tool. Nothing else I could actually think about to complain. Probably you are not using the correct tool. <laughs> must be, must be. <laughs> actually, I'm having an episode about spring bars coming very soon because I found particular watch that just bugs me so much because of the spring bars keep breaking up. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. A friend of mine was um, uh, surfing in um, uh, Indonesia. And um, he sent me a text. I lost, I lost my watch. Uh, I was surfing and I lost my watch. Ouch. And I was, oh, man, you know, it's complicated because, you know, it's very, very difficult to, to build a watch uh, to, um, uh, to go surfing. You know, that's why most surfers uh, just don't use a watch or they use a G-Shock because it's built for you know everything crazy that you can not all of them not all of them and they have the same problem with the spring bars their spring bars uh, are shit i'm sorry yeah but for example the ones that i have at least it, they were screwed spring yeah, bars and screwed. that's a different story yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, but no i was really worried because he was telling me you know i love that watch etc etc and i said okay don't worry we'll try to replace it which what was it oh it was a Seiko. it was not one of yours <laughs> and I w- <laughs> music to your ears. <laughs> yeah, and I was relieved. Oh, okay. So it was not a, you know our our problem. But you know there are um, sports like like surfing. It's you know it's really really hard on watches. Yeah. It's really hard. And um, I tried to make a watch for surfing, and uh, I'm not happy with the result yet. So, but I will. It it will it will come. My experience with, with watches for such purposes, they should be with, with fitted bars, no spring, no, no spring bars there. They should be with well You bars. know, the first prototype we have, it had um, screwed bars like Panerai. Um, yeah. um, fixed bars, it's very limited for what you need to do. Uh, you know, it can be a specific watch 
for yeah. you know really tough um, uh, environments and fixed bars make sense like military watches and yeah. um, you know really sports watches some make sense uh, but the first chronograph uh, the first uh, prototype we did for the Adrian it had a, um, a valve um, an helium valve which then we removed because you know 300 meters it, the valve is not required and um, it also had uh, uh, screwed bars uh, like Panerai yeah. but you know during one month that I was testing and exchanging bracelets and um, yeah. uh, uh, and straps etc the screws broke uh, three or four times so I said nope that's You're not going to laugh now but I'm waiting right yeah. now for Miko from G-Shock Finland he has ordered screws for my G-Shock Square oh really <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah there there's spring bars and screws there are spring bars and screws I had um, MWC as well the screw lasted like six months because I do change my straps a lot but I did has, have also a um, reactor watch and that was two years brutal abuse on those screw, sc- screws nothing That's so cool. there are screws and screws there are spring bars and spring bars and then those sleeveless spring bars that are are like for scurfa and for jsr and uh, for the marathon watches those spring bars break rather easily if you use soft rubber strap because soft rubber strap move a lot which makes the screws bend uh, the spring bars brain bend and deform and wear off and break so if you yeah. wear a hard strap or bracelet no issues but if you wear a very soft silicone strap they will bend and break <laughs> so tough choices <laughs> but yeah anyway we we digress thank you so much for coming this is uh, again a pleasure yeah. and uh, i will have you again on the podcast uh, just talking watches again because there is so much uh, knowledge and so much to talk about with you and uh, oh thank you my pleasure likewise any final words did we miss anything i think we are covered um i think uh, i could finish the way we usually finish saying that we can be found on isotopewatches.com basically that's yeah yeah and on instagram exactly and people should not approach you on instagram they should send you an email it's easier uh yeah. because I, we are receiving so many so many messages it's from, hard to keep up it's very hard we take a lot of time unfortunately but when it's an email or on the on the messenger on our website it's a lot faster fantastic thank you guys for listening if you have any questions recommendations any tips any questions directly to jose uh, we will put uh, contacts in the podcast notes and until next time remember what's beyond horology is time and people respect them both goodbye goodbye